Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Planted and Growing. My name is Grace. And I'm Christina. And today we are going to talk about mindfulness tools. So just... Mindfulness and growth. Mindfulness and growth, yes. Um, Different tools and things that you can do for yourself to um, find more mindfulness, uh, surround yourself with things that will help you and impact you in positive manner, which therefore might help you become more aware of just yourself and who you are as a person and the person you want to be. And just a lot of good things come from practicing some of these things, or if not all of them. Yeah, and it's kind of like a really uh, big umbrella underneath all of this. Like there's so many ways that you can go about finding more mindfulness in your life. Um, and I think that some of, some of the tools open doors for other tools to come about. So it's just a good exploration to see what resonates with you and what helps you have more peace of mind and all of that. So, yeah, as we were creating or as I was listening back to our, our other mindfulness episode, I was, you know, reflecting on what are things in my life that have helped me have more mindfulness. And, you know, first and foremost, it was meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it definitely had begun some type of journey within me to just have more of a kinder perspective of myself and a different perspective on the world. Oh, yeah, definitely. It helps you take a step back and look at things from a different, almost like a different um, like point of view, but almost like a different self. Mm-hmm. Like the things that you think aren't necessarily your own thoughts, if that makes sense, which is kind of hard to understand at a first glimpse. But once you dive into it and you do end up practicing it, it's a lot easier to understand like, hey, not everything that comes on into my mind is something that I'm actively producing, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Um So meditation for me did definitely help with the same things. And for me, I think the biggest thing was um, helping me come to a point of Mm non-reaction where I no longer react out of things. Um, Well, I shouldn't say no longer because obviously it's a practice. And so some days are better than others. (laughs) Yes, I'm also human. But just in general as a whole, I would say that I don't react to things like I used to. So instead of... Um, retrieving old information, old habits in my brain because of past experiences. I treat every moment and every experience as new and therefore I have new reactions instead of old ones. Um, in a book that I love a lot, Conversations with God, which I have mentioned multiple times, um, there is a page specifically about creating versus reacting and how they're similar but different and it's important to create every situation new because every moment is new and reacting is just grabbing what you're used to and clinging on to the past versus understanding that no two situations are the same and usually reactions are fear-based um they're usually defensive and anger angry (laughs) angry um and just stuff like that so for me that's the biggest thing that meditation has brought to me i love that I love like creating versus like reacting. reacting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's 
Nice. Yeah. Because, like, just in life, like, actually, that's, we can jump around, I think, on this list. So what we have in front of us is a list of, like, 20 things that can help you find more mindfulness. And I think that having creativity just for yourself and in just in general to like paint or to sing or to dance or just be able to express yourself is uh just another great way to find some peace in your in your life as well so when you're you're saying creating versus reacting it's like always staying in the opportunity to create something good in your life Mm -hmm. yeah and I know that expressing yourself in whatever form feels best to you is not only good for the soul but it just it's good for the body Mm -hmm. because you're getting out that stagnant energy you know it's not staying within you and you're not withholding everything so even if it's like a happy dance like it's still just your 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 joy is exploding and you're experiencing the joy not Mm -hmm. just like internally but externally too and usually through that creative process some of the best things come Mm -hmm. whether it's like a feeling an emotion a memory um or like uh you know a creation like like some people you know when they're in their worst times create the best art because they're expressing what they're feeling internally externally Mm -hmm. and so even though for them it may not have been the best time in their life it's still produced something beautiful because it's it's raw and it's real right mm. yeah definitely I yeah I think that that's just something that I have I feel like I've like stunted some of my creativity just because I'm like I'm not good enough at it oh yeah yeah so mm-hmm. in just doing it for yourself to yep. express yourself and mm-hmm. maybe even the longer you do it you'll start to get better at it exactly but don't even have to have the expectation of getting better at it just and enjoy the ride yeah and go with the flow exactly there's this whole episode on the mark uh, the Aubrey Marcus podcast about this woman who wrote a book um, just about sucking at things and she's been surfing mm-hmm. for 10 10 years and she sucks at it and like she's like people always give me the benefit of the doubt and then they see me surf and like wow you're actually really bad <laughs> and she's like well yeah I don't do it to be good at it I do it because it's fun and I enjoy doing it mm-hmm. so whether it's singing dancing writing drawing whatever it may be and you find joy out of it mm-hmm. then just do it who cares if you're not good at it like Christina said either in time you will get better or you won't and that's not why people should do things they should do it because they like to do it right and who's to say what's good and what's bad yeah so I think yeah just with the mindfulness practice of like just being creative for yourself is just having your life be a little bit like less serious and yes just like have fun and enjoy your time with other people be creative with other people Mm -hmm. um being able to laugh at yourself is one of the most important aspects of life and I'm not I'm not getting in that one like (laughs) I that is something I live by I think having a sense of humor and just being able to laugh at yourself is so important like people who take life so seriously especially themselves like are only honestly probably just going to ultimately be miserable at the end of the day because they can't find an escape through all the seriousness you Mm know and so I don't know man I just I've always I've always tell people like um, if you can make me laugh or if you laugh at me, like that's the key to my heart. Like I recently made a new friend and we just laugh and laugh together and it's so refreshing and laughing is just, it's so good for the soul. It's just pure and it's, it's medicine. Like that's the saying, like laughter is medicine and it's so true. Yeah. I really, I, 
I like embracing the goofy side of myself and just being funny. I think that makes life more interesting. And I have actually have been doing that since I was a child. So I want to continue to do that. And actually, that's another one of them is embracing childlikeness. It's awesome. like just like be your goofy self and just laugh and joke around with people yep. and don't yeah don't take life too seriously because it definitely if you are taking life too seriously then it's gonna like degrade your life a yeah. little bit you're exactly it'll come out in, he- in your health or in mm-hmm. your emotions and things like that so yep I watched this Netflix movie um called The Little Prince mm-hmm. and it's basically like the basis surrounds forgetting what it's like to be a child and it's like set in this era and this time and place where everyone is just serious and this little girl is basically being groomed to be this perfect adult so she's doing all of these adult uh, adult things and that's all she knows so she likes to do it because she, it's rewarding for her and her mother her mother rewards her good job on your studies today good job on whatever it's a cartoon right, right, um, right. And so, and then they move into this new house and next door is this neighbor who like everybody calls like the crazy old man and he's just goofy and childlike and he's called the aviator because he has like this broken down plane in his backyard that he like pretends to fly and stuff like that. And yeah, the, the soul... Um, the soul of the movie is just about not forgetting what it means to be a child and, and not forgetting that there is a child with all within all of us and we all need to tend to them because... I don't know. That's just like the spirit of life is to remain happy, right? So in order to remain happy, we need to find things that make us happy. And I feel like the more serious you get and the more you let adulting get in the way of your life, the less it is or the less you're able to find those things that make you happy. Mm -hmm. And usually then it's like drugs, alcohol, like, you know, stuff like that. That ends up being your escape versus like, I don't know stuffed animals like or being a furry you know like to each their own man like as long as what you're doing makes you happy and isn't really hurting anybody in the mix or yourself then do it like who cares right i think it's important to have like childlike aspects of yourself mm-hmm. i think that i mean everyone's journey is different with self-love but i think that you kind of have more self-love when you're a child because you don't have all of these like judgments that you put on yourself that you grow to have as an adult Mm -hmm. so I think that's another part of embracing your childlikeness is that there's let you embrace the person that's not judging like the child inside of you that's not judging you that Mm -hmm. loves you and that you know when you were five or seven years old or whenever just when you were a young person thinking about what you were going to be like as an older person I think your young person would want you to be a happy person Mm -hmm. so that's just important to just have that mindset to you know make your adulthood life a little bit more easy yeah is that that person is still inside of you you're still that human that yeah. person's not gone mm-hmm. that's why i love disneyland so much <laughs> like i know so many people like who hate disneyland it's like because of the lines or the crowds and it's like if you can look past that or just go on days where that's not like that frequent which is sometimes um obviously having a pass makes that easier for me which i'm very grateful to own a disneyland pass um mm-hmm. but it's like an escape it's like a literal safe haven like mm-hmm. you know that nothing bad is going to happen at disneyland like they're not even like it's illegal for planes to fly over disneyland you know mm-hmm. so it's just it's a it's a huge escape and it really does tap into that child inside of you and I don't know, man. I just could never get tired of Disneyland. I don't care if I go five times in a week. I'm still there the next week. (laughs) (laughs) I used to feel that way about Disneyland, too. We used to have passes, and I feel that. I feel you. Yeah. But I'm over it now. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Like I said, to each their own. 
to right. each their own. But I, I definitely understand the appeal of Disneyland for sure. It's a very like chill experience. I mean, when it's not, yeah. I so having the passes where you would yeah avoid the crowds and the lines exactly. and stuff. So, what do you want to touch on next? Um, I don't really have a preference in order. Um, let's go into audio notes because that's something that you've been talking about recently. Sure. So. I got into recording audio of myself speaking, <laughs> partly because I thought to myself, oh, well, Grace and I are going to start doing a podcast together, and I would like to, you know, kind of practice expressing myself. Um, and then it ended up helping, helping me, like, express myself in my everyday life, which was more, I guess, the goal. Not necessarily the podcast, but I think that was something that pushed me to do it. Um, so I've just been, uh, over, the, over the course of my life, but I've been challenged by expressing myself verbally, and I decided to like help myself have more mindfulness about expressing myself, is doing this as like a tool. So this woman named Gala Darling, she is a eccentric woman who is a content creator and she uh, works on having people have more mindfulness and consciousness in their life. And one of the tools that she has shared with other people to also partake in is have these audio notes. And the way that it's supposed to work is you speak an audio note in the morning and you're supposed to be pretty much like manifesting your entire day and talking about how great your day was and, you know, I got all of these things done and I just felt so great about it. You're just uh, working on, like, embracing the feeling of, you know, having a good, accomplished day. And then after you finish your audio note, you're supposed to send it to just a very important person in your life that you will share this relationship with and they will send an audio note back to you. So you're supposed to uh, have this like intimate conversation with another person where you get to just express yourself and they get to witness and hold space for that and support you. So I think that that was like a really cool tool in itself, but I transformed it into just me talking to myself, not sending it to anybody. So another thing that I've been trying to implement into my life is just like a, a walk after lunch every day. So during that time period, I will be doing, I'll do an audio note and I'll just kind of like talk about how I feel, what I've been up to, just random things really, what I'm grateful for, um, kind of, you know, manifesting like how the rest, of, how, how I want the rest of my day to go. But, you know, listening back to it and having all these opportunities to like reflect and etc. It's been very helpful for me. And um, yeah, I would recommend it, mm -hmm. especially if you have trouble expressing yourself for sure, because it's just you being able to actually speak. I feel like you can have a lot of conversations in your head about how conversations need to go or how mm -hmm. you wanted to express yourself. And when you have a little bit more clarity to have like your voice have like action and you're actually saying something mm -hmm. it helps you know just like with the creative flow it, it helps release that energy and helps you 
like just verbally saying the thing will either help you be able to say it again to the person who needs to hear it or perhaps change the way that you want to say it or just practice saying it in general just to build up that confidence hey if I can say this out loud to myself I can say it to someone else right yeah that's awesome I love that yeah um so I know um inside of that whole thing you mentioned um taking a walk Mm -hmm. after um or after lunch right is that Mm -hmm. what you said Mm -hmm. yeah so I think exercise is a really we didn't list that here but I think that's a very good tool for mindfulness and awareness because I mean it depends on a number of factors but I know for me personally when I started exercising I wasn't on my phone as avidly so I had to concentrate on each muscle movement each um, breath to accomplish the muscle movement and just you know each rep each set how much weight I was using whatever whatever there's lots of different things that go into working out and so I think that um, when you're in like a really focused state, you're being as present as ever, mm-hmm. you know, like really pushing yourself to hit that last rep or pushing yourself to um, max out or hit your new PR stuff, like which is, what does that mean again? Personal record. Yes. Personal record. Yeah. PB, <laughs> personal best. <laughs> um, I find that I'm in like... One of the times in my life where I'm in the most presence is while working out for sure. And the, and not really like when I'm doing cardio because I usually like to watch like Netflix when I'm doing that to make the time go by faster. Mm-hmm. But I've definitely recently tried to put my phone away, like find music that I know will like get me going throughout the duration of my workout instead of having to constantly check back on my phone so that my flow state isn't interrupted. Yeah, definitely. Um I've had a lot of different variations of exercise in my life. I've been on, like, sporting teams, and I've, like, exercised on my own with, like, YouTube videos. And um, currently in my exercising life, uh, Keith and I, my partner, we go to the gym together. And because we're together, we don't even bring in our phones or have headphones or anything. We just listen to the lame gym music. (laughs) I couldn't do that. No, I understand. I understand the appeal of headphones, and maybe we'll, like, reintroduce it into our exercise life at a new gym. But um, we just uh, we just are exercising together. I think that having the opportunity to exercise is something that I'm very grateful for. I'm very mm-hmm. grateful to be an able-bodied person. Mm-hmm. So I think that I just the mindfulness of that where I'm just like, okay, I'm very grateful that I get to, you know do squats or go run and do these things and so in turn I know that I'm going to have the energy flow through me Mm -hmm. and you know detox a lot of the stuff coming out of my body when I'm exercising and so yeah I think that it's very valuable to exercise to have more clarity and more mindfulness in your life for sure um go ahead if you wanted to say something um well i was gonna go to the next one because i feel like it ties in really good with gratitude okay sure yeah gratitude is the attitude my guy (laughs) i think that having gratitude for 
mostly everything occurring in your life, even the things that you would label as bad is really important. And um, there's been studies that people who practice like prayer and gratitude, like I, I don't know specifically what it does, but it like alters your body. Like I feel I, that. physiologically, I feel that. Um, I'm pretty sure it does something to your DNA. I don't know if like, if I'm going a little bit on edge here, like if I'm like reaching out, but I'm pretty sure that that's what I remember seeing. Um, but even if I like say that that's not true, it does stuff for your mental health for sure, because it allows you to put a new perspective on a situation or a thing or a person or whatever it may be and love the struggle you know like that's that's something that I have been hearing a lot lately and it's it's sad to know that so many people are struggling but I think that once you're able to flip the script and say love the struggle then it kind of turns it into something else Mm -hmm. even though you're still labeling labeling it as a struggle because by no means do I think that me and my boyfriend are struggling at all I think that we're very blessed and have really good um like a, a ground under our feet right now but in his eyes sometimes because of like lack thereof of certain things um he finds that he's like struggling and i'm like do you see like where you're living like you're you're not struggling right um which it's 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 easy to get into that mindset when you feel like you're you don't have these things or don't have money specifically is usually Mm -hmm. the the problem um but I think that when you tell yourself you don't have it, you're withholding it from yourself. Um, so then if you can flip the script and just be like, I'm grateful for having a job. I'm grateful that I get to wake up every day and go to my job. I'm grateful for making connections at my job. I'm grateful for the abundance of money that I receive at my job. Because to some people, you do get an abundance of money because you have a job. Mm-hmm. you know. And so there's like so many different ways to look at it and that's why I think practicing gratitude helps you open up those different ways of thinking and different ways of viewing things and um just being grateful for people in your life too I think expressing gratitude out loud to people Mm -hmm. helps connect and build relationships so much stronger I know for me like my my number one love language is words of affirmation so when people tell me they're grateful for me that's like the number one thing I love hearing that like it makes me so happy because it's like someone's grateful for your existence right you know and so it just it's it becomes like like a circular thing like the gratitude just keeps flowing and coming back around to you like what you put out you're gonna receive so the more that you put out this gratitude for whatever it may be the more good you're gonna get back from it for Mm -hmm. sure definitely I have (laughs) One of the things that has helped me feel very grounded in gratitude is just uh, having more of a world perspective. Um, When Keith and I traveled in throughout Europe, I mean, I know that that's also not like the most uh, that is a, a, a wealthy part of the world, but just having more of a world perspective and understanding that there's so many people who don't have what we have and the percentage is really off um and so if we're able to ground ourselves in gratitude and you know if you are making an abundance of money maybe you're you you can be feel comfortable in where you are in your life and have your abundance be shared with others who need it as well Mm -hmm. so it just helps you yeah definitely have different a different perspective on the world um and you can have that perspective you know be helping the world have a better become a better place Mm -hmm. um yeah i 
there's a gratitude meditation that I do through Insight Timer. And when you were talking about the DNA being changed, I feel well, like in regards to Reiki or whatever, I feel like I, when I do that gratitude, gratitude meditation, I just feel all of like my energy in my body just so warm and mm. like comforted. Yeah. And it's very interesting when you are like falling into the feeling of gratitude, how good you can feel about to shed a tear that's so beautiful <laughs> that's so good I love that so much I, I'll share the the meditation for you guys to do it too I just it makes me feel so much better sometimes oh yeah, totally. where I'm like oh yeah you can totally set the tone of the day by waking mm-hmm. up and listing three things you're grateful for whether it's writing it down testing test hello mm-hmm. texting it to someone mm-hmm. texting three people that you're grateful for them and why or just saying it in your head whatever it may be just that is the key to having a successful day, whether yeah. that's just genuinely enjoying your day or having good something happen or having something good happen to you or those people sharing their gratitude for you and like, hey, let me take you out to lunch. Like, you know, just like little things like that. Like Definitely. the kindness, it's infectious mm-hmm. and, and it never stops once you start spreading it. So. Yeah. You're just like grateful for other people's presence. It's like... It's- <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. And like, then just when you have challenges in your life, you if you're if you have a gratitude practice, then the challenges you go find the silver lining and you find what was this lesson that I was supposed to learn from this and mm-hmm. how am I supposed to grow from this? Yeah. And it's it gets you there quicker if you have more gratitude, I think. Definitely. I think that also ties in to the next one, understanding lessons from the bad. Mm-hmm. And the bad is in air quotes because usually things that we perceive to be bad or negative in the end, they teach us something, they show us something, they bring something different into our lives. And um, I think that a huge tool for anything involving like perception mm-hmm. is a saying that if you cannot change the situation, change your perspective. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of things that we feel or in just in it's not even that we feel, but that we're genu- genuinely not in control of. A lot of situations that happen outside of us. So the only thing that we are in charge of and the only thing that we do have control of is, number one, how we react to it. And number two, our perspective on it. Mm-hmm. So if we're able to master those two things and really look outside the lines, then I think that you're ultimately set up to just succeed. all the time because nothing can ever get you nothing can ever get you down right there's nothing that could ever get in your way or you know deter how you feel or you know um there's this song called confidently lost and she's like it's amazing how nothing ever phases me and how like she only has herself and that's all she needs and that song's a great song by the way highly suggest called confidently lost by sabrina Mm. claudio i believe um but yeah, it's it's so true. Um, what do you have to say about that? Um, pretty much the same. I mean, I feel like fortunately I've always been like an optimistic person and always looking for the silver lining in things. And so I just, and I don't, I've always had like a positive attitude about life mm-hmm. and that I never really want to like be in a negative space for too long. Yeah, I'm the same and exact way. So I when there's like bad things and air quotes happening in your life, then maybe yeah, like maybe you're supposed to learn something from this. Maybe the universe is telling you to do something else. Like exactly. if you keep on doing it over and over again and it's not having the right result, then maybe 
you need to do something different. Yeah. So I've had people tell me like, I can't be as positive as you all the time. And I'm like, all right, first of all, don't come at me like that. <laughs> Second of all, it's not something that I like, I don't know. It's a, I, I choose to be this way. Right. Although just like you, it has been something that's kind of just been innately within me. I, I have to actively choose to be that way in certain times and there's a difference between being naive and being a realistic optimist and that's what I call myself a realistic optimist because I I take what's coming at me and I see it for what it is but then I choose to see it in another perspective as well if that makes sense so it's like like, for example, a couple years ago, I got into my first car accident. Number one, it was so minor. We were literally going like 25 miles an hour on the freeway. I was merging. There was a big rig behind me. Next thing I know, I'm merging into it. So it wasn't like I was going 50 miles an hour and I like slammed into someone. Like, no. So number one, I was fortunate for that, that it was very minor. Number two, there was a bit of damage done to my car, so therefore I had to have my parents take me to work for the next two weeks, I think it took for my car to be fixed, but instead of you know being like, oh my god, I have to have my mom drive me to work, and I'm like 20 years old, or however old, I think 2021, 20, um, I was like, well, at least I get to spend more time with my parents when they yeah. drive me to work, you know, and um, I had a friend be like, dude, I can't believe like that happened, like that sucks, I'm like, I mean, I guess, like I have insurance, and I'm really lucky to have insurance and to have a deductible where I only had to pay 500 out of pocket Mm -hmm. you know just like little stuff like that where there's always there basically always is a silver lining but I think that it's also important to recognize things for what they are and to not like push that onto other people and just be like well I hope you find the silver lining instead of like well you should be grateful that this didn't happen or that that's not the case or whatever because not everybody is able to see things from that different point of view and so sometimes optimism can feel like Um, heavy and toxic for some people Mm -hmm. especially when they're going through like a trauma or like a loss or something and so I think that optimism is to each their own and I think that it comes in many different ways and that um at the end of the day there is something to be learned from whatever you're going through and whether you're whether or not you're optimistic about it or not there's something to be learned and it just takes a little bit of shifting perspective in order to really to really see that so whether like I said it's from a happy point of view or not just at least try to look at things from a different lens definitely I've always I've been saying lately I choose happiness Mm -hmm. like it definitely is a choice yeah it's like we were saying in the veganism episodes like oh you can't eat meat or dairy it's like yeah I can yeah I just choose not to exactly and so I can go follow the negative feelings but I choose not to or I just choose to do it for an amount of time and then yeah. I stop yeah like, I'm not saying right, I'm I don't over this <laughs> yeah I don't want to say that I don't feel sad or have those types of emotions but I'm yeah, saying exactly. that I move myself to go the direction that I want to go and Mm -hmm. because that's where I want to go I want to go where the light is and where the happiness is exactly it feels a lot better in the end yeah um so I think that is a perfect segue for exploring emotions let them flow through you and bringing awareness to them Hmm. yeah I mean I cry and I I let the tears (laughs) come out I'm not going to lie. I cry, guys. (laughs) I think crying is one of the best outlets ever, and I wish that I did more, but, I mean, I guess I'm happy to say that there's not many things that make me cry unless it's, like, a a dog rescue video or something like that, you know? Mm -hmm. 
yeah, I just, I think that it's very, very valuable for all of us in our human body life to just have your emotions come up and be aware of them. Let them flow through you for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I guess it doesn't even necessarily have to be the, 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 neg- the quote, bad emotions. It's like, yeah, no, happiness needs to be processed, too, because mm-hmm. some people feel like when they're at a happy point in their life that they don't deserve it. Right. So then they'll just dismiss it and then find something else to be sad about, right. which is not true at all. If you find happiness, like, let yourself feel it because you deserve it. I think mm-hmm. I, I always say this, that everybody deserves happiness. And I mean that, like, everybody deserves it. It doesn't matter. Like, that's, you know, I'm not going to go any deeper into that. I'm just going to keep it at that, that everybody deserves happiness. And that can be a little controversial depending on the person, but that's what how I feel. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel the same way. Good. Good to know I'm not alone. Um, I think that sitting with emotions can be rather difficult. So I think that's where like meditation and like breath work and journaling and just um, taking action when you're feeling those emotions can definitely help because I know that we can get so distracted and we can easily turn a blind eye to um, more painful feelings, I guess you could say. So um, just find ways for an out, find, find outlets and let yourself feel because I think that's one of the best parts of being human is being able to feel that's the human experience and that's Mm -hmm. what we're here for is to feel all of it and love is all of it so yeah and love is like one of the best of the feelings yep and totally to like be love share love um and yeah well to segue for more tools per se journaling i think is a very huge tool for both of us Mm -hmm. um I think, well, we've mentioned in previous episodes that we've been journaling for our entire lives on and off. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, for me personally, I've just realized um, in the the last two years, I've been journaling very consistently, pretty much daily. And it's given me a lot of healing and ways to express my feelings for sure. Um, And then, yeah, I've actually didn't even realize until recently I've been going through old stuff how much journaling was embedded in my life and how much I was doing it when I was a child and like Mm -hmm. when I was in high school and so having the opportunity to reflect on past life yeah in that format is very interesting and then also to be able to express yourself in that format is very therapeutic as well especially since it's just a relationship that you can have with yourself and you don't have to share anything any of it with anyone Mm -hmm. definitely it's it's such a beautiful feeling to just word vomit onto Mm -hmm. a page and then look back at it whether it be days weeks months years later and for me it's really therapeutic to know that everything comes and it goes Mm -hmm. and i think um where is it um something about change understanding change Mm -hmm. is really important um it's vital to being a human is understanding change because so many of us want things to stay the same because Mm -hmm. we're comfortable but it's just inevitable and it's not possible i mean um 
that's why I think another thing on our list is just like nature in general. Nature doesn't stay the same. It doesn't matter what you do to preserve something, it will never stay the same. And the seasons are a huge example. Like we're meant to go through cycles, we're meant to go through phases, we're meant to shed layers of ourselves and then grow new ones, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that um, holding on to things is usually out of fear, the fear of change, loss, whatever it may be. And I know from personal experience that the harder you hold on, the more your hands are going to burn. Mm -hmm. And so it seems like the harder thing to do, but in the end, the easier thing to do is just to let go and to surrender because life always has the best in store for you if you let it. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, then things are going to, you're going to keep backpedaling and things are going to get stagnant. And things may stay the same in your life, but all around you, it's impossible. There's no way. So I think that understanding change is huge for just being a human. And it takes a lot of time and a lot of different experiences to really understand the core of what that really means and what change is. But you know what helped me? Tame Impala's album Currents. Mm. <laughs> Just the title itself, Currents, yeah. you know? It's such Every, a good album. It's such a good album. Everything is an ebb and flow. And if you can allow yourself to be taken away with the current, knowing that the universe will pull you up when you start to drown, then you will always feel safe and loved and just happy. Yeah, I think there's comfort in knowing that the universe always has your back if you're surrendering and, you know, having a mindfulness practice. Your, like, intuition will be telling you, like, this is the direction that you need to be going. Just accept that the change is going to be happening. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, yeah, no, I've actually only really accepted, (laughs) like, change happening very recently in my life Mm -hmm. I you know would have expectations of the way things are supposed to go and ways things are supposed to happen Mm -hmm. and when you're embracing that there's constantly change then that that gives you more peace of mind that like just let it go and see what happens and just have trust and feel like yeah yeah that something will pull you back up it's okay if you start to feel like you're like going Mm -hmm. under the water a little bit yeah expectations are the root of all suffering i think the buddha said that i think i believe i believe it maybe it was confucius <laughs> i don't know but it's true um expecting things to turn out a certain way uh for example i've talked about in a couple other episodes um my job search mm-hmm. i recently just landed a job nice beautiful um, yes yeah, so super super grateful for that but i had three interviews in one week my um, I mean, I wouldn't say expectation, but what I had kind of like set up for myself was that I was going to take this one job. Um, but then when I went to the interview and I did the practical interview, which is giving a massage, she wasn't like unhappy with it, but she was also like, it's evident that you have work to do being here. And I don't know if I have the time to help you right now because we're entering the holiday season and that place is going to be slammed. And so instead of being upset and be like, wow, like, oh my God, I suck, like whatever, whatever, I took that as a a message that maybe I'm not supposed to be working there right now. Right. So then I had two job opportunities lined up for me, did both of them. They were super happy with how I did my work, how I did my massage. They loved my energy and my vibe. And so I was like, well, then this is clearly where I'm supposed to be. Mm -hmm. So I took both. So I actually have like two part-time jobs now. Congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate that. So just um, 
there was one episode where I had mentioned just like surrendering to the flow of the change that will be coming with, you know, that came with quitting my last job, going to school, not having a job, graduating, trying to get a job, not having a job, and then getting a job. You know, right. like it's it's been like a lot of different changes and I know that it's going to be another change coming soon and which is tomorrow is my first day and I'm just like arms wide open. Like I'm so ready and I'm so excited and I know it's going to be a little nerve-wracking and there may be times where my confidence isn't 100% there or at times where I may start to doubt myself, but I know that I'm there for a reason and I wouldn't be if like if I if it, if I wasn't supposed to be there, I wouldn't be, you right. know? Mm-hmm. Whether it's for a month or a year or five years or whatever this is where I'm supposed to be at right now and that's why it presented itself to me so just taking all the change that comes with it and being okay with it and accepting it and just being ready for what's to come instead of like holding expectations of how it should go because then I'll never be happy at any job Mm -hmm. so that's my rant for today (laughs) (laughs) no yeah no I feel you that's I, I went on a similar, uh, like, job search journey last year, and I understand how difficult it can be. And when you're doing that job search thing, like, you, there's rejection or you could just get feedback. That And fortunately, I think that the way that person gave you feedback was kind. Like, oh, yeah. Like, sometimes you get feedback that's not so kind. And so it's good that you can just say, you know, I am a beginning person beginning at this career. So Mm -hmm. just embrace where you are, where you are. Yeah. And if I feel like I have that, um, you know, in like a year or so, I have the experience under my belt. And if I come back and I feel like that's a place I want to be again, they told me like, you're more than welcome to reapply in the future. Cause I was actually the one to tell them like, Hey, I actually accepted two of the job offers. I don't know where you still stand on wanting to hire me, but I'm just letting you know that this is what I chose instead. So I kind of took the action on my own to like, let them know that I was like, great for the experience and for the feedback but I think that as of right now like I want to choose other Mm -hmm. like other places but um yeah Yeah. so that's that's how I deal with change lately Mm -hmm. and but yeah I think there's more I mean it's not peace of mind really like when you think of the thoughts going on in your mind when you're going through a job search or going through change and you're like this is going to be something a lot this is going to be a lot but when you are, you know, when you have a mindfulness practice and you're surrendering, then you just just let it go and yeah. just, you just let it be what it is. Because if you have, if you're, I mean, you will put yourself in your and put put yourself in a position to achieve success. Like you're not going to be like, oh, I'm just going to surrender and things will just come to me. Yeah, exactly. You're I had to apply. Yeah. I had to send my resume. I had to go to the interviews. Exactly. Yeah. So you're going to get what the what the universe wants to give you, and mm-hmm. you just you put yourself put your best foot forward and see what happens. Um, and just know that the quote-unquote bad isn't necessarily bad. It's just something that you can learn from. Um, but, yeah, uh, we decided that we were going to split up this Mindfulness Tools episode into two parts. Um, and so we just shared with you guys, like, ten different tools. Yeah, ten or eleven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, we'll share more in our next episode. Um I think with you saying that you got your jobs, I wanted to give the podcast audience an update on what's going on with me. Uh, I mentioned Into Waste Foundation quite a bit in the l- low waste uh, episode, but I will no longer be working with the Into Waste Foundation. Um, and 
uh, we, uh, Keith and I will be exploring some better opportunities in Austin, Texas. So uh, Grace and I will be continuing the podcast, but we will be living in a different parts of the United States. <laughs> yep. So uh, just wanted to let you all know I'll be from the country. <laughs> <laughs> and she's also going on vacation next week or the week after that. Yeah, I'm going to be um, in Europe the 20th through the 1st. So it's we're making sure that we're pre-recording a couple episodes to make sure that we're consistent and staying mm-hmm. um, in your guys' ears on a weekly basis. Yep. So, like we said, the next episode will be a part two of this, but if you guys have any suggestions for what you would like us to record, please feel free to send us messages on Instagram or even our Facebook, and perhaps um, while Christina's on vacation, maybe I'll bring in a guest to talk about whatever you guys want us to talk about, um, just so we have some extra content to give you guys. So, yeah, thanks. Appreciate you guys listening to this. Hopefully it resonated with you and If you implement any of these tools or have any suggestions on tools that you guys use to bring more mindfulness to your life and self-growth. I really, really enjoyed this one. Me too. So even though we kind of fired through it, it was really, really cool. I feel like we had so much to say. So it's (laughs) good that we have more to say in another episode. Exactly. All right, guys. Have a good day. Bye.